What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang and that's for you. being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube new, new channel. World. Red Wave coming in, potentially. We don't know. I heard in Arizona, they already cheating. They already cheating down there. Uh, Pennsylvania, they're cheating as well. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly cheating. All right. Uh, anyway, man, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be a clown show. But uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to have to say allegedly now, because then they're going to be like, you're doing voter, whatever they call it on YouTube or social media. You're doing voter integrity or whatever. You know, new, 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 new world order. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. We got a great topic. This is exactly how you will end up in a sexless marriage. All right. Or a relationship. We're going to talk about relationships and marriages. There, there could be sexist marriages. Julia Fox. I don't know if you know her. The only time I heard of her was with Kanye West. Uh, apparently, she has come out and tried to speak for the ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, and talked about how she basically, she's she's desensitized to sex. After she'd been out here in these streets. Yeah, she'd been out here. In these streets. This is, not, this is how. This is how you're going to end up in a sexless relationship because of the amount of young girls out there selling their panties, um, exposing themselves on the Internet, getting attention on the Internet. A lot of these girls, when they grow up and out, they're going to be in sexless marriages. OK, so anyway, man, we're going to get into that part of the show. Let's roll the topics across the screen. Uh, I not only try to do an hour and a half. We'll see. And if I don't mess around, we can get it done. Those are the topics today. Dollar Signs EGA Live is how you contribute or let your voice be heard. And also on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adam. And uh, Coach Greg Adams TV, although my letters are messing that up. You see it right there? Coach Greg Adams TV dot, uh, on Venmo. If I do like that, you can see it. But if I show like that, then you can't see it. Isn't that weird? Television's weird. All right. Or, or Super Chat over on the Notorious CGA channel in the building. Man, we hit 80,000 subs here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Uh, congratulations, man. Free Agent Lifestyle channel. 80,000 subscribers. And I calculated, I calculated all of my subs across YouTube. And it's like 360,000 subs. And, and most of it's the same people. But listen. <laughs> all right. But it is what it is. I got 360,000 on 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 uh youtube just spread out some people have it on one channel i have it on 50 11 channels <laughs> i have it on 50 11 channels i'm trying to get the 400 000. all right i don't get any benefits though but uh the way we'll do it this channel will probably be at a hundred thousand maybe in about a year and a half a year and a half it'll take that but i'm starting to upload upload shorts to this channel all right, I do it on the other channels, but I'm going to do shorts on this channel. But mostly it's going to be lifestyle, me living, going out, eating, having a good time, going to football games, driving the Porsche. That's what my shorts are going to be on this channel. You know, you got to dice it up. You got to dice it up. But uh, anyway, what do we got here? What do we got here? What are we doing? <laughs> All right. Oh, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. The evening show is a little loosey-goosey. All right, Michael Metro, the fourth is in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you for your super chat. Be real mahogany. Coach, I got a notification with you and Pearly Things. He says, what made you do the interview? Uh, just Pearly Things was in town. She was like, yo, 
I'm in town. I'm going to be there. And um, we were basically followed up. Remember, I don't know if I told you I had um, we basically um, had just came off the Hafiz thing. This interview was about three weeks ago. It was right after we both came back from doing the Hafiz. So uh, but the audio, we had some audio issues. So it was delayed release. And I said, uh, well, if you be in town, slide through. And she slid through. But uh, anyway, let's go to the next super chat. He says, uh, when she rejects you, it makes you feel sexlessly desire. Wait a minute. It makes you feel sexlessly desirable and morally superior to you. Stop it. Wait a minute. When she rejects you, it makes you feel sexually desirable and morally superior to you. Stop it. Interesting. I, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what that means. Somebody says, what if my ex is the one that won the Powerball? More power to her. Good. That means I got her off my, she ain't, I ain't never got to worry about her ever again. All right. Let her win the Powerball. Uh, shout out to AGT says, hey, Sean, where the dog videos at? You ain't lying. Uh, what happened was, AJT, is that um, what happened was I went to Florida and then I went to Los Angeles. So that screwed up my social media content for a good while where I had to focus on the ones that needed to get out, which was the free agent lifestyle channel, coach Greg Adams. And then the, the uh, quick, hit, not the quick hit channel, the react channel. And then I was like, I'll get back on board. I'll get into the groove traveling threw me completely off. So um, the dog video stopped. And then, you know, my dark side Porsche Instagram stopped. everything slowed down on the other channels that I'm trying to build up, but I had the sports video stopped. So doesn't matter. We're getting back to it. I'm back into the rhythm. This is like the first, maybe the second week where I feel like I'm back in rhythm. So we will get back in rhythm on the other channels. It's just a matter of time. Oh, uh, yes, we're grifting right now. <laughs> and uh, what are we doing? Thank you for that question. I appreciate that. Let me get over to the PayPal skis and all of them, and then we'll get into the show. Yeah, man, sometimes, man, I can't keep up. I couldn't keep up. It's like me being with an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old in my bed. She'd be like, come on, daddy. She'd be like this. Are you ready? Get him, daddy. She's like, come on, daddy. Get him, daddy. I'd be like, daddy need a break. <laughs> right. You got you trying to work daddy to death. I already get I already sent you some money, you know. You already got him a little bit of money in your cash app. Chill. And she'd be like, come on, but I want the I want some fun, daddy. She'd be get like, him, daddy. hey, come on, give me a neck, give me another round. I'll be like, chill, damn. I ain't 22 now. All I wanted was one. She trying to get four rounds and get some money. Mm. No, no, baby. You ain't getting four rounds and money. All right, come on, bro. Get him, daddy. <laughs> daddy need a break. Where we at? Yeah, man. Chill out, girl. I'll be looking at her. She'd be like, daddy, another round, daddy. I'll be like, oh, you want your you want your back blown out and to get paid? Oh, no, that's not what we do around here, man. You know. I break you down like a double barrel shotgun, but at some particular point, I need a rest. Get him, daddy. I only need one and a half rounds. <laughs> one and a half rounds. It's time for you to go back to your dorm. People think I'm tripping. But uh, anyway, she trying to get a hold. Come on, man. I got to make it through the week. I always have to explain to the young ladies of the, uh, the young ladies. I have to explain them. I'm like, there's other people in the picture here. Like, I got to leave a little bit some for tomorrow's girl or Tuesday's, Thursday's girl. They don't realize that. They're like, Daddy, you, 
You can give me. Can you give me a couple more dollars? I know you got it. Give me a couple more rounds, Daddy. I'll be like, uh, what am I gonna? There's other people in here. I got somebody scheduled for Thursday. You think I'm gonna just go ahead and waste another one on you? Waste a couple of other fifty bucks on you? Chill. You ain't the only one in here, <laughs> All right? Anyway, I gotta please the bench. Take this and boom, go back to your dorm room. Tell all the girls about me, anyway. <laughs> oh, man, the dark side is real. I'm telling y'all, boy, y'all be mad at me, man. Dark side is too real. <sighs> it's tough to live in the dark side, but yes. <laughs> yes, women are like, this is reprehensible. There's guys like, you really don't be at the junior college, do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> I will not defend my position. I be at the junior college. All right, so anyway, let's just... We messing with y'all. No, we're not. Shout out to Moose Hefner over there, over on the PayPal in the building. What did you say? He says kind of uh, on today's, well, kind of on the topic of the morning stream. I've been meeting women on SA who look nothing like their pictures. That's sad. That being said, I still smashed them without an arrangement. Hmm. Going forward, my first meet with them will be in public, then decide if I want to proceed. I suggest any of the brothers who use that do the same thing before committing to an agreement yes oh yes don't do that yes these women can be deceiving i haven't had that issue i haven't had that issue the only issue i have ladies with women showing up not looking like their pictures is most women are larger larger than their photos and you can only this and it only makes sense is that they're going to show you their best photos than where they're sucking in their breath taking their picture snapshot and uh, almost all women are larger, like fatter. <laughs> but that's what it is. Some are fatter, like by leaps and bounds. Some is like, damn, I didn't really see that coming. But if you see a woman in the photo and she's thick, when you get to her, she's going to be about 75 pounds heavier. 75 pounds heavier. If she's already thick in the photo. You're like, damn, she proper thick. When she shows up, she's going to be 75 pounds heavier for sure. Anyway, shout out to who is this in here? We're going to call you uh, Ron H. What did you say, CGA? When I be at work, the 304s be asking for help picking up heavy items. He says, I laugh and hit him with nope. the nope. He's like, damn, I'm busy right now. <laughs> yes. He's on the dark side. You're not a team player. Come on, man. Be a team player and help the little girls out. I'd be like, nah. All right. Where we got? Hey, Sue, Mr. Loud Pockets is in the building. He says, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Loud Pockets. Happy birthday to you. Shout out to you, my man. You got your birthday money. I hope you're having a, a good time out there. And it is Taco Gordita Tuesday. So maybe you got a little bit of something, something going in there. Happy birthday to you. Um, Yo, man, you guys are talking about stuff we talk about on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. People are asking how much coach be doing this, what coach be doing that. You got to go to coachgregadams.locals.com if you want to know about the dark side. If you want to know about the junior college, we don't talk about this on the open airways with the normies and the ham and eggers all sitting behind the screen watching and looking the exposed video guys cutting up my video. You know, there's a dude just waiting. All right. Give me all the details. Give me the specific total amount. How much you pay for your kids? How much child support? How much? Y'all want to know all that. Not on the open airwaves. We don't talk about that here. And we don't pay for no. We, didn't, we don't give nobody no money. Not for that. You know, 
we 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 give it to them to leave. That's what we do. <laughs> All right, listen. We're like, get out of here, skedaddle. Please leave me alone. You gotta love me and leave me alone. You gotta love me and leave me alone. Shout out to Maryland guy. Today I had a red pill song, or I heard a weird red pill song by the '80s hair band Rat called "She Wants Money." Some of the lines were, "You want to play? You got to pay." He says, "I tried to tell." There's another one. I tried to tell her. I don't have no cash. She looks at me and starts to laugh. Man, even in the 80s, they were trying to tell you out here, Coach Gang, for life. Well, yeah, man, I think what we are dealing with is what they would call everything's on steroids now because, you know, everything's out and open in your face. So it's a little bit more steroidian right now. Who do we got? Is this a male or a female? Somebody said, don't say my government damn name. Don't say my damn government name. I want the world to know I voted no on prop. 304, bro, here's a little something-something for the Jasmine Rice Fund. Appreciate you. No government name in the building. All right, and let's go over to Cash App. Loud Pockets, it says, I'm, wait, wait, you said, are you in the bind, Nate? I think you're, oh, I think you're saying, I'm in a bind, Nate. I think you're missing, yeah, I think you say, he says, what's that mean? Oh, yeah, that's what you're doing. You said, what that mean? Yes, indeed. I'm in the bind, baby. Oh, them bills. Them bills been catching up. Ladies don't pay their bills on time. Todd C., will you be doing a Veteran Days podcast again? All right, we got to have them veterans call in. Was that Veterans Day podcast? What day would that be? It's going to be on Friday or Saturday. I'm hoping that's Friday. 9, 10, 11, 12. That, that must be Friday. Maybe we'll, oh, man, yeah, maybe we'll have to do that. Thanks for reminding me. And let's check on Venmo to see what y'all brothers doing over there. Speak in my mind, you got something to say. What did you say? She's in the bind, coach. Yes, she is. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right, Blue Baggin says, you speak in facts. These 304s be eating too many honey buns. They be coming in there like, man, y'all be coming in there bigger and bigger. Blowing up like the Goodyear blimp. We eat so many shrimp. I got iodine poison. All right, so check this out. Mississippi State, this is the first story right here. Mississippi State's coach has a problem with his players' fat little girlfriends. Goodness. This is getting weird out here. But the but the Crimson Capsule is the real deal. If you haven't thought, if you haven't known, people have been calling this the truth over here. We speak the truth. Let me go ahead and pull it out right here. Pause. This is Mike Leach, the head coach of the SEC's Mississippi State. Bulldogs. All right, there are the Mississippi State Bulldogs head coach right there, Mike Leach. And I'm assuming they're struggling like most SEC teams. After the first six games and they played their cupcake schedule and their homecoming game, then it gets real. They start playing their division and they start getting their ass kicked. They all start off six and one and then they end up six and six and five. All right, real quick. And so as they're struggle luggling and getting whipped up by the likes of Kentucky, Tennessee, Ole Miss, and so forth and so on. The reality gets real, and Mississippi State gets a reality check. Wake up, call them. Pile, them they'll start piling up. All right, so let's go ahead and hear what uh, Mississippi State's head coach said here at a press conference. Mike Leach blamed Mississippi State's struggle versus Auburn on his players wanting to eat fish sandwiches and drink lemonade with their fat girlfriends. This is unreal. Let's see if we can hear what he says here. I'll get in trouble for this, I'm certain. But where, where, you know, 
instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want to <clears throat> sit behind a, a, a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. Oh. And that's what we're shooting for way too often. I thought, you know, when can we relax making judgments on plays? And, um, <clears throat> well, and it he definitely drunk. bit us pretty hard and it certainly created, uh, 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 what the hell are you talking about, Mike? Yo, he been watching CGA. I know you have, bro. He's, he sees his homeboys. He sees his players with his their girlfriends under a shade tree, drinking lemonade and sweet tea with their fat little girlfriends. Oh, the humanity. Wow, man, dude, this is a Red Pill interview. If you watch uh, some of these football coaches, they're trained in media. They don't want to make a mistake. They don't want to go viral. One bad thing can get them fired. So they know this. I've been in the coaching profession, and I've been coaching kids this age. So I already know, or young adults. I already know, man. Uh, they get distracted by these relationships, and it's bad. Now, he said fat little girlfriend, so I can assume that majority of his team are black men. All right, let's <laughs> You know the majority of his team is black men, and you know down in Mississippi and Mississippi around him. You think you can come around him and get you a little skinny girl? Not if you you got to be the quarterback to get you a little skinny girl in your polo shirt and your khaki doctors around him. Him, him, him. Around him, we drink sweet tea. Around there by Meridian, Mississippi. When you go down there and you get your fat little girlfriend eating your fish sandwiches around him. Oh, the humanity. Get you some boudin. Get you a po' boy. Take your boy and you be swinging by noon. Oh, the humanity. Get your fat little girlfriend around him. That little farmer's daughter roam around the hang around him, him, him. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Not Mike Leach, man. Why you do him dirty like that? And by the way, Mike Leach, you look like the undertaker about to come to see you. Oh, my. Mike. Uh, SEC. Oh, my goodness. How the air raid doing, Mike? How's the air raid going in Mississippi State? Around him. How's the spread offense going in uh, Mississippi State? Round him. All right, here we go. Goodness. Let's hear it again, bro. Hold up for a second. I'll get in trouble for this, I'm certain. But where, where you know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want <clears throat> to sit behind a, a, a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. Jesus Christ. Hey, you know what? We gonna give you a round of applause, Mike. I hey, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, I appreciate that all that barbecue around there, getting you know, some ribs. You like them ribs? Then you know, pork links right there. We got all that pork link, pork link over there. One pork link sandwich over here. One pole boy over here. Give you some boudin, boudin around here. Get you some sweet tea, sweet tea, sweet tea, sweet tea, lemonade around here. Get the double, double, double dose of sugar around here. Oh, my goodness, the mosquitoes, the mosquitoes tearing your ass up around there, around the Delta, that old still-ass Mississippi River around there. Ain't no water moving. It's drying up down there. The original Hebrews coming around here, them ninjas, sorry. <laughs> oh, man, it's getting bad out there in Mississippi. Shout out to everybody in Jackson, Meridian over there in Tupelo, everybody over there in Oxford, Mississippi. 
All right, in the Delta, everybody around there, Mississippi. <laughs> Goodness. Hey, they'll never end up in Mississippi, bro. I'm telling you, it's just, just crazy out there, man. Hey, Mike Leach, man, I, what's their record, man? You know they get Nate ass kicked if he's telling about the fat little girlfriends. Hold on for a second. Mississippi State Bulldogs. Everybody in the South pissed off at me right now. <laughs> Dogs football. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is right there. What they doing around there? They waiting for basketball season around there so Auburn and Kentucky can whip their ass all up and down the court around there in Mississippi. Everybody, they about to lose to everybody out there. Georgia about to whoop that ass in Mississippi State. Our Arkansas about to press their ass in Mississippi State. Alabama going to beat that ass. Kentucky going to beat that ass. Everybody going to beat that ass in basketball. You can't wait for the basketball season in Mississippi State. You going to get that ass beat no matter what. Women's basketball season down in Mississippi State. Starkville. Shout out to everybody in Starkville, Mississippi. All right. Anyway, <laughs> they fourth place in the SEC West. They about to go tank. All right. Where they got? They beat Memphis. They beat Arizona. All right. Cupcake. They lost to LSU. They beat Bowling Green. They beat Texas A&M. Texas A&M choking. Damn, they got a good little schedule here. They beat Arkansas. They lost to Kentucky. Lost to Alabama. Lost to Auburn. They about to play Georgia next. <laughs> they about to get picked apart. All right. They did. They play Ole Miss. Oh, my God. They got a cupcake in between there. Oh, they about to lose five in a row. No wonder why he pissed. Let's hear it one more time as they about to lose five games in the freaking row. All right. Let's hear it again. This is the, this is what it looked like when you about to lose all your games. Let's go ahead. And, and listen, I know this personally. Here we go. I'll get in trouble for this. I'm certain. But we're, we're you know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want to. <clears throat> sit behind a, a, a shade tree to fish sandwich and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. Hey, shout out to him. Shout out to Mike Leach, man. You winning. You the best coach of the year in my book. Calling out these dudes with they Paul girlfriends instead of focusing on your playbook. Focus on your damn playbook. They waiting for baseball season. Damn, we got to wait all the way to baseball season. The whole damn semester ends, and they still playing the baseball season. Nobody care about no baseball down there in Mississippi. I'm sorry, they do, except for Mississippi State baseball. Let's get to the next story right here. Oh, the humanity. Speaking of straggling sniggle theater, let's go ahead and roll the curtains on this one. Brothers, close your eyes if you are not a nasty All right, straggling Sniggle Theater. Uh, what's going on with the mindset of women today? Um, listen, there was probably women like this a long time ago. They just didn't have a platform. Let's go ahead and put the picture up. This is brace yourselves, gentlemen. Brace yourselves. We're gonna put this picture up. Uh, this is a. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Is it a he? Is it a she? Is it a zerp? Is it a they? Them? Zerp? Zim? Z zerp? All right, what is going on here? She got hair on her chest, bro. What? Shout out to the nasty boys. I know you will take this down. Now, this person has a platform. She wants to tell us, and ladies, 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 if you're watching this, she definitely got that stripe of hair right down that leads to the, you know what? Let's continue here. I don't know if y'all realize this, but the more women choose to embrace themselves, their appearance, their body hair, and everything that is deemed a flaw, the less societal beauty standards will have an impact on us and we'll be free like we won't be embarrassed to be ourselves so ladies come on 
we have the power. I'm telling you, man, feminism is a drug. It is a deceptive drug. What are we doing here? I know there's probably about 30 women that agree with her. She's not bad looking. Her face. I mean, come on. I mean, listen, it's all right. I just don't have this type of fetish. You know what I mean? She already kind of lacking on the top, which is I'm not mad at. She foldable. But she got to go in and take that razor. She need the manscape. She need to manscape this. But now what's happening is because. They don't got no man to protect themselves from themselves. They start thinking about ideologies like this and start talking like this. All right. So, ladies, what's going on with your girls? Can you huddle them up and tell them stop doing stuff like this? She got taco meat all on her chest. She looked like she spilled Taco Bell a burrito on her chest. Continue. Wait. She looked like somebody brother and ninja all about the chest in the in the area down here. What's wrong with taking the razor or the nair? What happened here? Look at all that hair on her head, by the way. That looks real. But the more women choose to embrace themselves, their appearance, their body hair, and everything that is deemed a flaw, the less societal beauty standards will have an impact on us and we will be free. Like, we won't be embarrassed to be ourselves. You know she her, you know her armpits are hairy. Um... Of course, there's a guy who stitched this, and that's a brother. And, of course, we talked about this. Brothers are weak. And, of course, I don't know if he's a comedian, but in typical fashion, he basically was like he'd take her down regardless. Let's go ahead and play that. So, ladies, come on. We have the power. Talk about Harry Potter. Okay, now, okay, now. Hey, you got, I ain't gonna lie, you, 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 you pretty in the face. But, like, you got... <laughs> You got hair on your chest. You stupid. <laughs> you shot the fuck out of that. Hey, real quick. Um, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know he's a comedian. He's for the internet. He said, I would do it. I would do it. I don't think I'm going to do it. And get that little Gillette on your head go crazy. Uh, I would get a little nair, but i do it. i do it. Uh, yeah, you know, we would do it. You know, the nasty boys is in what it is. And that's you. Nasty boys would do it, you know. But you got you to gotta get some nair. I can't. You, if they do that, that would help on your chest. Like, I ain't even got no help. You, no, I'm a, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, yeah. So we all the problem because we get a little weak and get a little lonely. And you know down there, it's a full stick of bush down there. Stick a bush. Stick a bush. Anybody know about that in De La Soul? Stick a bush. It's a little stick of bush down there. And the bushes can be a little, woo, baptized in the funk. The funk of 40,000 years will come out there in the must alone. Y'all don't remember how it used to be. See, when we came up, when we came up, I don't want to get, this is a family show. I don't want to, this is a family show. But you young brothers don't know what we used to go through. You know, some people, some brothers, that nappy dugout, that nappy dugout was a little weird. You know what I mean? Like, imagine, most everything is streamlined. You know, most people done waxed everything off, which is fantastic to me. I'll be like, but um, back in the day, like go on the grass and go on the grass, go outside on your grass and sprinkle your grass. Then take your fingers and 
dig a hole in where that grass. That's what it used to. That snappy nappy dugout you used to take your hand. You remember the whole hand game, hand down the pants game? You used to put that hand down there, hand down there, and then you just feel it, it felt like wet grass. <laughs> you, you really couldn't. Anyway, let's, this is a family show. We don't want to talk about this. Are they already 18 restricted my previous stream? And I think it was the fight, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, you got to be careful showing fights on YouTube. Day 18 is restricted. Yes. All right. But now you guys don't have to worry about nothing. It'd be smooth. It'd be smooth like a baby bottom down there. All right. Shout out to, uh, not shout out. Last one. Oh, this is a great one here. This is a great story. And then we'll get the super chats going. We're speeding through these. Look at what this sister wrote. Is this a sister? I can't tell. This is what she tweeted in spiritual word shared it. I've appeared on this site. Spiritual word shared it. And this is a woman named Yasmin. I don't know if this is really her. Yasmin Perez. Shout out to Yasmin Perez. I got to see her. Is she Puerto Rican? Is she Puerto Rican? Oh, man. Is she Puerto Rican? It's over. All right. But anyway, she says, uh, real men get tired of dating broke, drunk, and unmotivated women. Hello. Hello, hello. Not just broke, but lazy, needy, and uneducated as well. No accountability, no spoiling back. Spoil me. And what do I get back? They be like, I hate when women say spoil me. And I'm like, what am I going to get back? They be like, uh, stop beating around the bush. Tell me you're going to suck me off crazy whenever I want it. You, that's what you need to. T I'm going to spoil you back, daddy. That's what you should say. But women are like, what? You want something for me back? Aren't you going to spoil me? No, they don't even gonna spoil you back. They're selfish. It says right here. Just messy and moody all the freaking time. That's why some of you will, uh, will forever attract bums and never a real man. Hello. Shout out to her, man. She done won the damn show today. Let's give her the prices, right? Even though she's a chameleon, you know, she jumping on the RP wave. Hell with the red wave. The RP wave is what it is. And everybody's jumping on there. But we'll give her a prize today. You get the pick behind what's door number two, Yasmin. Door number one. You ask, well, you're going to get that regardless. But point door number two, you might get a little bit of extra. Uh, yes, mean, I appreciate this. And yeah, I appreciate people looking out for us. The entitlement of the dating marketplace. It's always our fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And now all of a sudden it is now time for women to be accountable. Uh, this whole thing about them being broke and calling men broke. We can't do this anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't do this anymore. It's actually reprehensible. Not only that, telling men they need to make excessive amount of money. Um, if they don't make certain money, they broke and dusty. And they live broke and dusty. I mean, not a lot of women are living good in the neighborhood. And ladies in Atlanta, Georgia, if you're from Atlanta, you're watching me. And you're telling me how good you live on the outskirts of Atlanta. All right, with your one-bedroom, three-bedroom townhouse in your Nissan Altima 84-month, $764 a month payment. You got your little job down there. Your mortgage is $1,200. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that bullshit. Atlanta is not the real world. I'm just letting you guys know. Atlanta is literally, there's no, there, you know, there's certain cities that have a carbon copy cousin city. Or they have a sister brother city. I'll give you an example. Chicago, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, there's other, there, there's other, there, there's other cities that I'm talking about, you know, um, 
New York, New Jersey is kind of brother sistery. All right. Chicago, Phoenix sometimes have the transition. You know, the people used to go uh, um, snowbird down there. New York, Florida, Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Right. San Francisco, New York. They're kind of somewhat similar. They all kind of like are Atlanta. Yeah. Cleveland, Detroit, Cleveland, Detroit has that St. Louis, Chicago. So there's examples of cities that look like other cities. Atlanta, you all by yourself. There's no other Portland, Seattle is another brother, sister city, Portland, Seattle. There's no other freaking city like Atlanta. There's none. You by your freaking self. There's no copy. There's no uh, Houston might be close. Houston might be close, but I'm going to say New Orleans and Houston. Atlanta's by itself. So if you live in Atlanta, whatever you're doing there, you're not. There's no other place you can copy that. (laughs) There's no other place. There's no other place. You're on your own. Atlanta, Charlotte. So people be like, in Atlanta, Atlanta is literally, <laughs> Atlanta is literally off on their own. You cannot repeat and duplicate whatever's going there. There's no other city like it. Maybe D.C., maybe D.C., Washington, D.C., but maybe that. I don't know. So watch out. Uh, watch out for these people. Atlanta's a country-ass town. I keep reminding y'all. But the woman be like, I'm doing good. I'm an attorney in Atlanta. I make $70,000 a year. I own my own town home. I got my own car, Mercedes C-Class. They be trying to tell you what they doing. And then got to tell you, you broke on the other end. You like, ma'am, you really doing it in Atlanta, bro? Atlanta and Charlotte. Country ass, bunking ass Atlanta. And it just became a modern city. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Yo, C-class Mercedes. I got a C-class Mercedes over here. I'm doing it up around here. I'm doing it up. <laughs> All right, let me stop messing with people. Let's get to these super chats. I'm not welcoming Tupelo. Y'all don't kick me out of Tupelo. Stop it. I'm welcoming Tupelo. Atlanta and Dallas. Hmm. Atlanta and Dallas. No, no, I don't, I'm not, I I can't put those two together. I see what you're doing there. It it gives me a thought, but it's Dallas is not as goofy as Atlanta. Like not, not goofy like that. I'm not putting down Atlanta, but Dallas, you can't, you don't have the, you still have, you still have Texans down there. You still have Texans that ain't going for the bullshit. They're not doing, they're not going for dudes with high heels and bald heads. They're not doing it. A little bit, but they not doing it in mainstream. You're not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Atlanta, Miami. No, no, this is not the same. Vegas and Nashville. Exactly. Vegas and Nashville are somewhat similar. Um, Yeah. San Antonio kind of in Nashville or somewhere similar type of Dallas. And no. Yes, Dallas, Atlanta's upper class culture is similar. I I, I get it. I, it made me think. It made me think. I, I see where you're going there. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I, I really just don't want to put them together like that. Atlanta is more like Memphis. <laughs> okay. Atlanta's more like Memphis. Okay. Yeah. I, I Well, shout out to the country folk out there. Philly, D.C. Yeah, those are very similar. Does Orlando got a cousin too? A cousin city? Orlando? <clears throat> Atlanta, it's not like Orlando. 
People are saying Orlando, Atlanta, Charlotte. Now, I don't have much experience with Charlotte, so I can't say. All right. I've been there once, but that's it. And I ain't going back, just so y'all know. All right. I'm not going back to Charlotte. Teddy KGB, he says, Coach, just got off my shift, and I'm here for the grift. Coach, he says, good evening to the coach gang. Shout out to you. He got off his shift, and he's ready to go. All right. We got some brothers over there on, let me see, Venmo. Is Venmo hot? Uh, t- Macaroni Tony, it's so pointless to end up in a sexless relationship or marriage when you can just offer up some jasmine rice and a few ducats towards their tuition. I tried the traditional way and got bored by <laughs> week eight. Yes. Nope. Some of us aren't cut out for monogamy. Some of us are not cut off for monogamy. It's, it's just what it is. And don't feel bad. One of the things that people will make you feel is bad. What's wrong with you? You're doing something wrong. You need therapy. Why do people be pushing people into therapy all the time? Orlando, Tampa, yeah. Um, they were like, you need therapy. You've been hurt. You've been bad. Why are you projecting that on me? I'm totally fine. The problem is that's probably hurt men more than anything has been pushing them into this sort of marriage monogamy cult. And it's not for everybody. I think we have to admit, and I'm going to be the one that pushes it. We need to admit that not everybody's cut out for marriage. Not everybody will be married. Not everybody even is cut out for relationships. Not everybody is, but I think we force it. And ain't you found a girl yet? Ain't you found a guy? Some of you skeezers are just hoes. And then you use relationships to get stuff. Some of you dudes are just lonely and ugly. And then you'll get into a relationship that will disadvantage you. Some of us just ain't relationship material. I actually had one of my players. (laughs) Check this out. I'm going to tell this story. One of the players that I coached at San Jose. Um, we were like, we were like, we had a good relationship. We never crossed the line. We had a good relationship. So we were close and I, I could coach her up and tell her what she needed to hear. And she would respond anyway. Um, she, she remembered me being single. Then I got engaged. Then I got married. And so she followed the whole thing and we were all Facebook friends. And then she saw me that I got divorced and she messaged me. She was like, Oh, I see you got divorced. So she remembered me single. She re- saw me get engaged and married. She saw me then get divorced. So we get we kept in touch. She emailed me or she messaged me on Facebook. She was like, I see you got divorced. She was like, that's interesting. She was like, you was never marriage material anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And funny thing is, a lot of people think my opinions about marriage came from my divorce. And it wasn't. I was thinking this before I got married. This is how I talked before I got married. And so, in essence, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. But she was like, <laughs> I was like, why you do that, bro? Like, you know, but she's right. Because she saw me in each phase. She saw me as a single guy. I was coaching her. She Then she saw me get engaged. Then down the line, she saw me get married. Then she followed it on Facebook because we were, I was at different universities and she knew me. She knew me. And then she saw me get a divorce and she was like, you wasn't marriage material anyway, bro. I wish I would have saved that message. And so when you think about that, that is a real, that's a real thing. Sometimes you're just not cut out for it and you want to do what's best. You want to, he says, must've been a sister. No, it was a white girl, (laughs) but she grew up. She grew up on the wrong sides of the track. I used to call her trailer park. She grew up in the wrong sides of the track of uh of uh Northern California. But uh yeah, she was like, you wasn't married. But 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 we need to come to a point of our lives where we can admit and, and we can say 
we can enjoy life without being in a relationship. Now, some of you guys will get in and out and fiddle around and all that stuff. That's fine. Some of you guys might fiddle around with relationships but never marry. Some of you guys will marry. But until you try it out, you really don't know. But the reality is there are some people that can be totally fine without a relationship. There, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. And I'm talking about men and women. Men and women can be completely fine. But this whole cult of monogamy, this whole cult of relationship and romance, we've been busting it down. And I want people to find some happiness within themselves. Find happiness within yourselves. It's totally fine here. Okay. <laughs> Somebody, this is how you get, this is literally how you, how'd you get this dude right here? This is how you get deleted from the channel. Wow, dude. All right, damn. I mean, you have to subscribe to come on the channel. We don't play that game around here. Gone. You don't put that in chat. So anyway, she says she went right in on you. She went right in on you. ASAP. But what she said, seeing it in a different way of her expression rings. All right. Home on a good point. Uh, rings home on a good point. Yeah. All right. Um, Who do we got here? Sorry. I was struggling here. We're going to call you J.R. Mr. J.R. He says, Coach, been ninja watching for a while. He says, in debt to this info. So I'm making my payments and we'll give you a, this is your first one. He says, married men always say life and marriage isn't about sex, but then they choke their Johnson to prawn seven nights a week saying that they don't need sex to be happy. Are y'all ready to deal with this conversation? I think it's coming up next. Are you willing to deal with the conversation about the amount of married men that jag off the prom? Y'all not ready, are you? Chris Rock talked about it. I talk about it. If your man is not having an affair, if your husband's not having an affair, but you're holding sex from your husband, he is jerking off like a single dude, like a single dude in his 20s, in his dorm room with his roommate not coming back for the entire weekend. He is choking that rooster. He is. And that's a conversation that not a lot of men have because you guys are cowards. I want you married men to tell these men, tell these men that when you get married, you're going to be jerking. Do not get rid of your good porn. <laughs> when you get married, do not throw your prawn away. You're going to need it. You're going to need it because you're going to be like, I, I'm getting married. Don't need this. <laughs> yes, you will. You're going to need all of it. Keep your DVDs, your VHSs. All right. Where you have to have rewind it back to your seat. Keep your best VHS. Bookmark all of your keep your prawn. Don't clear your bookmarks off. Nothing. You're going to need the. You're going to need all that prawn when you get married. <laughs> You're going to yeah, keep your magazines, keep your dirty rag mags, keep your subscriptions. This is a and this is why you come to my show, because a lot of people that claim to be experts in relationships, they've never been in a long term relationship. They've never been in a marriage. They never cohabitated. They don't know any of this. Trust me. I know about this and I'm comfortable to have the conversation because I want men. We need to start being honest about relationships and marriages. Uh, there's plenty of articles that are demonstrating people are struggling in this. You're going to need to keep your prom. 
when you get it, when you move in, he says, open new tabs, keep your social media account, keep everything you bookmark. Now, what you're thinking is my wife's going to find it. What if she finds it? It don't matter. Let her find it. Let her find it because you're going to need it. <laughs> Shout out to no government name. He says, I'm at the age where I've seen girls go from being the uh, going for being the one everybody wanted when they were 25, then waste away their prime. And now they're pushing 40 and their free attention and dates are drying up like the Sahara Desert. It's hard to watch. Oh, I've seen it, bro. Uh, this is why I can comfortably say there's no woman. There's not many women in their 40s and up that can that I want anything from. I mean, other than a night, you're going to be practice. These women, once they hit 40, they started hitting the late 30s and 40s. And then the reality seeps in. Then they're dating. They're putting their last efforts in before they turn 40. They hit 40, 41, 42. They still think they got a little bit of room and wiggle room. Literally, their competition is 22 years younger. Like that's where the marketplace is. But they're finally starting to get it, and they're starting to go into their soft girl era or whatever it is, their self-love. And come three years later, it's a rapsky. But turn it up. It's all done. It's all done. They better find some happiness after that. Shout out to no government name, CGA, the busted Pillsbury biscuit can who ghosted me. Just hit me up to come over just now. Give me the clown music. Wait a minute. She ghosted you, and now she's back? <laughs> okay. I always give them one. Now, here's the rule, gentlemen, if you're dealing with these people, and of course, if you're dealing with people who ghost you, if they if they ghost, if, depending on what the definition is, is, if you set a time with her and she came up last minute, my grandma died, you get one, depending on how you cancel. If you ghost and you don't say nothing, you go crickets, and then you come up the next day, hey, how's it going? No, you done. All right. And uh, for the most part, I'm not uh, if it's the first meeting, I almost never reschedule and I will let them know you in the back of the line. You're in the back of the line. Get your ass to the back. What? What do you mean? Get your ass to the back. Yeah, I have other I had other dates scheduled. So you're going to have to wait till I go through the cycle of them. What you want women to know. Is you want them to understand that there's competition. You weren't just twiddling your thumbs until she showed up. That's what they want to think. You want to let them know they have options. You have options out here. Shout out to U.S. Army retired. He says, when you get a chance, remind the brothers that women are using the 10-year car note to buy cars and the 40-year mortgage to buy homes. Sheesh. Uh, predatory lending definitely has benefited, um, uh, benefited the banks and these companies. They target black women, not many, really black men. Um, mostly black women get caught up in this because they want to own a home. Uh, the biggest education that I've ever gotten was working in the mortgage industry and working in, I sold cars for two months and I had this dude, he was a sales trainer. He was one of the best sales trainer. I mean, I wish, I wish I would have kept a, a, a good close uh, mentorship with him because this dude knew the ins and outs of sales. This dude was the, one of the best salespeople I ever saw in my life. And he trained me uh, for two months. And he told me the ins and outs of sales. He was incredible. All right. But with that being said, with that being said, there's people in those industries that target people who are ignorant. Ignorant is not a negative statement. Ignorant is a state. And the state with the highest uh, population of women is the state of delusion. All right. So in this situation here, people are ignorant, but they want to own. 
People are trying to rehab their credit or trying to show people that they're able to do something and they rush into home purchases. I've seen people do this. I've seen people do this and it's sad. When I worked in the mortgage industry, I got my real estate license. I worked in the mortgage industry. I saw people doing some silly shit in 2005 and 2006. I was like, this is unreal. And most of them people lost their ass by 2008, 2009. All right. Now, um, 40 year mortgage note, that's the death contract, if you will. And these people are these salespeople. Every day we did a sales call where we did uh, we we would we would go to the office, pile it all together in in our in our um he was the uh, chief mortgage loan officer. We pile in there and we had a subscription to this sales program, and they'd be just telling us how to sell to ignorant people, <laughs> right? Give them a home loan, tell them this, tell them that. If this objection happens, it's kind of like running game on people. Of course, people's finances are going to be tied to it. This is why I, I people always ask me about buying a home, and I'm always like, because <laughs> I know, shout out to my subprime mortgage lenders and my mortgage lenders out there, my MLOs. Shout out to all of my people uh, working in my residential um, uh, real estate agents out here. Shout out to everybody. Listen, I have, a, I have a real estate license myself, and bless you guys. Bless you self-employed or you unemployed people. But, um, yeah, people don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't care what they look like, what race they are. Most people are completely blind and ignorant to the process. They don't know what's coming. They know nothing. They And they'll act like they know something. And I'm like, you don't know shit. And you about to get rolled over right now. Rick Roll, you about to get tore up. <laughs> here's here. Sign here. Here's this paper. Here's all of this shit. Oh, you about, here's a disclosure. Oh, you about to get ringed. You about to get reamed. You don't know shit. If you ain't done the course on on what the the mortgage contract is, the paperwork, the disclosures, the, if you ain't done the training, you about to get tore up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, adjustable rate more. Oh, by the way, somebody sent me something today saying they're pulling out these um creative loans again. The loans that got everybody in trouble, they're starting to do it again. Of course, because they're trying to get. Um, they're trying to get um, what what we call groceries in the business. They're trying to get groceries. They're trying to get gross, right? So that's what you call in the car business. You want you want high gross, so you can get all your commission at a high gross. So they're trying to get groceries. So they're pulling these adjustable rates, interest only loans, subprime loans. They're targeting dumbass minorities. Bank of America. They're they're targeting you to get into the housing market right now, bro. You're gonna do an adjustable rate. I'm sorry. I'm, this is for tomorrow. This is for tomorrow. Yeah, they're desperate. You're going to do an adjustable rate mortgage in 2022. They're going to shut my stream off talking about this because I'm educating you. In 2022, you're going to do an adjustable rate mortgage. If you ain't the biggest moron <laughs> Washington Mutual, where's, where's Countrywide and Washington Mutual when you need one? Are you crazy? Anyway. That's for the Blue Ship Show. We'll get to that tomorrow. But listen, I'm just trying to help y'all out. You can, Where's the dudes that are arguing me? There was dudes arguing with me about this two years ago. Because you just couldn't get what I was saying. I'm not against home purchases. I'm against mortgages for a lot of people. Because you're going to get screwed. And then you're going to get. Then you're going to do a reverse mortgage when your ass stuck. 
He said, Wamu dead. Where they at? They coming back. They making a comeback. They was like, all right, people want to buy a house. They desperate out here. Peak of the housing marketplace. Peak interest rates growing. You better get a fixed rate today. And I, I mean, do you have to buy now? I mean, he says they love the And so ladies in Atlanta want to brag about all of their money they making out there in Atlanta. They going, I bought me a, I bought me a property. I bought me one of those. One of those um, one of those mobile homes where you don't own the land. I can't remember what those are called, but you own the house. You own the physical structure, but don't own the land up under it. What's one of those? What are those? I've dreamed of home ownership. You're going to do it now. <laughs> do you have to do it now? Chill. There are deals right now. Not the tiny homes. Uh, the leasehold loans, yeah, you where you own it, you people don't know. There's all kind of crazy shit. You basically own the the structure in a mobile home park, but you don't own the land under it. Like then you pay a. I feel like y'all gonna do. You gonna you gonna buy a home don't own the land under it like. Well, that's gonna end in a disaster. I'm just. It's like, and you know who normally does shit like that? 50-year-old women. 50-year-old women. They're, they are prime targets for doing some shit like that. And then when they die, you got to come clean up the mess. Like whoever the family is, you got to come clean this mess. She signed what? She did what and what? And because you can't sell it. You got to sell it to another person in that demographic. Like you're not selling it to a family. People looking to build their first starter home. You got to you got to sell it. He says, my aunt does this. You got to sell it to another. You got to sell it to a woman like this right here. Like this is going to be your target. You got to find one of these right here. You going to have some? Okay. Tuck in. Eat. Somebody said a born-again lesbian. Exactly. You got to find somebody like that. A, a lesbian couple, 250, 60-year-old lesbian couple. You got to have them. Uh, somebody, a forever auntie, no kids coming back. Um, you got to find You got to buy <laughs> You got to find somebody who are 50, 55, and 60 that got roommate, a 60-year-old roommate, female. That's, that's what you got. Yo, hey, but there's th there's something for everyone around here. There's something for everyone. Anyway, maybe that's for tomorrow, but um, that's for tomorrow. So he said, Dinks, you got to find your marketplaces trimmed down. Like your the people that you can sell it to trim and slim. Some 80-year-old woman, even then you can't find that. A widow, a widower, you can't. But So when you go to sell it, it's going to be slim pickings. Always consider that. Slim pickings. Anytime you buy something, think about, are you going to be able to sell it? Right? How well am I going to be able to sell it? What's the marketplace going to look when I sell it? Because trust me, you're going to sell it. Or you're going to be stuck in it. All right, shout out to the Real Fit Styles. He says, what's up, coach? Uh, what's up, brother? Original coach gang member. All right, who do we got here? Delta Fox says, sugar baby caught feelings. What do I do? Damn, I, I, I get those two, man. What you do is just try to, try to, um, don't don't blow break their heart because what they're trying to do is is uh put their little get their little feet wet but they get naturally attached. 
just start trimming down the conversation, the expectation of the conversations, right? Don't respond back to text messages, delay the response back, tell them what it is. Um, yeah, don't tell them the, the, the catching feelings thing is, is not the thing. That's not what you're here for. I mean, you're not here to catch feelings. Shout out to LaWar Moore so I can focus on my playbook. Them fat little fat little girlfriends, according to Mike Leach. Larry Portis, my 80-year-old mom, asked me if I have a girl. He says, hell nope. no. Hell no. Nope. Nope. LaWar Moore says, keep lethal lips. Keep Delota Brown. I'm not sure what that means, but shout out to Laura Moore. All right. Is that a is that a is that a song? Not sure. All right. Uh look, let's get back into the show. Are we at the main event already? An hour? Yes. All right. Can we make a half hour, hour and a half show? Should be interesting. Maybe not. Oh, okay. We're not at the main event. So this is a story about this woman right here. Because I think I put it on the thumbnail. This is a woman that claims to be a play NFL wife. She she has a she's married to an NFL player. It looks like he plays for the New Orleans Saints or the Nolan Saints. Let's see what she's got to say. Let's go ahead and kick it. Let me see if I get to the beginning of the video here. Here she is here. Let's say that I agree with this one. When I we get paid, I will spend as much money as I want because it's our money. And he decides to marry me. And I do everything that he wants, like all cook and clean and stuff like that. And when he makes money, I'm going to spend it. And that's just what marriage is. Like, you don't have to get married. As soon as we became one, whatever is his is also mine. So I pretty much live my life as I please. And that's just the way it is. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. I cannot say that I agree with this one. When I, we get paid, I... We'll spend as much money as I want because it's our money and he decides to marry me and I do everything that he wants. Like I'll cook and clean. And oh, okay. It started to repeat itself. I was actually confused. So this player, this brother, I mean, he went and got him a Kardashian clone. All right. She, she's a $50, maybe a hundred. She's a $200,000 Kim Kardashian. All right. Uh, definitely not my type. She's, you can't tell what she looks like or what she looked like before. Cause she's all Botoxed up. We talked about that. Um, and, uh, basically she waited to the finish line and she has a financial arrangement with her husband, which I don't mind. I don't mind that if everything's spoken and all the, I'm not the one to say that's wrong, but, um, most of the time, these are the mindsets of people who've done nothing. I mean, we could clearly see, I don't know who she was before. I'm just going to assume she was a nobody before she married him. I'm just going to assume that maybe she was, if she was an Instagram model, I guess, or a prawn star, who knows? But she wasn't anybody. But now it's we, my money. It's it's our money. And she's what has she done? She ain't out there tackling nobody. She ain't nobody there taking no hits. Okay, best choice, Kardashian. She ain't running. She's not running laps. She's not doing anything. She's just at home talking shit and swallowing spit. All right, this is what we're talking about here. This is a future divorce on its way. Not only that, um, NFL players' career span is average three years. Most of them end up broke. I mean, it's like 60%, 70%, 80% of them end up broke. That's number one. Number two, number two, they have non-guaranteed money. So if they get hurt, they get waived. Uh, Jonathan Abrams just got waived from the Raiders today. All right. And he was a high draft pick. He's going to get picked up, but he's got to move. He's got to go pick up and go to another city. If he, he does have a family, I know I've seen his family at the games. So now he's got to pick up. I think he has a kid and a wife or, or a girl. Now he's got to pick up. I actually had a neighbor that played for the Raiders and he got, 
cut and assigned by another team right before the season started. And, and his car sat out there right in front of the house for about six weeks until their bye week. And then he moved on their bye week. And I happened to be in Florida, so I missed him moving. Okay. But, um, but, um, but the NFL is not guaranteed money. Only about five players got big money in the NFL, meaning they got long-term contracts and they're good. They signed their second. Lamar Jackson don't even have a contract right now. If he twists his ankle bad, it's a rap ski for him. I mean, he's got his mother as an agent, but that's a that's that's a that's another dumbass question. But uh, this woman's acting like she's set for life. If you have an NFL player, it's basically like you got somebody that's just make as much money and keep as much money as you got now because it's not going to last. The divorce rate of NFL players is up in the 60, 70 percent, 60, 70 percent. Yeah, NFL, not for long. So these people don't get it, and she's not going to get it. And, of course, with this mindset, unless they have their rules clearly defined, she's going to divorce him at his peak earnings. This is the problem with NFL players and athletes and entertainers. She's going to see it coming. She's going to see you start getting cut or injured or you're going to start getting waived or whatever it is, and then she's going to divorce you at that peak salary. Not only that, you got child support. So athletes got to watch out. But this is the mindset you want to avoid out here. This right here. Uh, he could have a seeking arrangement deal better than this. And stuff like that. And when he makes money, I'm going to spend it. And that's just what marriage is. Like, you don't have to get married. As soon as we became one, whatever is his is also mine. So In this situation, who anybody know who this player is? I can't recognize him. Most of, you know, NFL players got helmets in their own. You can't recognize them outside their uniform number. All right. Most of the players, they take their helmet off. You'd be like, that's what they look like. Um, Here's the deal. He need to be saving every single dime. Randy. <laughs> so I said Randy lost. <laughs> Randy lost. You almost got me with that one. Yeah, that is Randy lost. If you're a player, if I don't recognize your face, you need to save every single dime. That's not Alvin Kamara. That's not Alvin Kamara. Is that Alvin Kamara? I don't think that's him. <laughs> He's the water boy. I can't even recognize him. He can't save, coach. She looks expensive. He needs to save. NFL, you need to bring me in to talk to your people, man. Maybe you hit me up on Instagram and I haven't checked the DMs. These brothers need to stay away from these $2 Kardashians. These dollar store Kardashians, because they're going to spend up most of your money and they're going to put you on, get you on child support. They're going to get you on some palimony, alimony bullshit and your career is going to come to an end and then you're going to be screwed. You're going to lose all. She's spending up all the money that she probably would have took if you divorced her and she got half. Now she, you're going to have to give her half of that. Jawan Johnson. Pause. <laughs> all right. Let's see if I can pull him up. Maybe I'll send him a DM and give him the free agent lifestyle book. Oh, it came right up. Receiver. Let's see here. Um, might be. I can't tell. His hairstyle is quite different. Let me see if I can see his. Let me see the other picture. Oh, where did he go? Jawan Johnson. It it kind of looks like him, it kind of doesn't. But uh yeah, man, your wife, she 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 about to screw you over, bro. 
Uh, just so you guys know, this is the divorce waiting to happen. And I and for the people who think I'm bitter and hurt, let me go to the comment section. It says right here, basically, what y'all saying is reap the benefits of your husband's hard work. Yep. Mm. Here's another person. You're not finna tell me she got married for love. Nope. Somebody right here. A few moments later, divorce. This black woman said, but when black woman, never mind. <laughs> All right. So she's making it about the fact that she a $2 Kardashian. And uh, if black women did it, they'll be calling her all kinds of names and gold diggers. Um, if he accepts that, what uh, what can we say? I'd rather make my own money for real. And there's something to say about this because you guys are going to be like, well, what do you want, guys? You want women to do these things for you? Well, here's the problem. This person said it's her arrogance that really does it for me because what she's saying ain't wrong. Correct. They are married. They share simple, uh, simple concepts and understanding. But it's the tone and the hint of entitlement in that tone that makes me cringe a bit. But hey, if he likes it, I love it for that king. He says this affects my life in no way, shape, nor form. And that's the right approach right there. That's probably the best comment. See, what we're saying is that's fine. That's exactly what he deserves. And she's giving him that. But it's the arrogance. It's the hint of entitlement. It's the whatever I, he makes his mind. That right there and her broadcasting that on the internet is what most people rubs people the wrong way. And that's what makes people think she's going to stab him in the back in the end. Uh, really sad story there. So shout out to him. I can't really confirm that that's the football player, but it is what it is. All right. Main event time. We've hit the main event. Yes, we did. Main event story time. This is how men will end up in sexless marriages. Oh, my goodness. Let's play this clip right here by one Julia Fox. We're not saying she represents the mindset of all women, but she's going to describe something that is very common in relationships. Again, if you get married, men, if you choose to get married, do not get rid of your prawn accounts. All right, keep them. You're going to need them. You're going to need all of it. Let's go ahead and roll the film on this one. Uh, let's see here. The problem for me is sex. I like sex. Hold on yeah. for a second. Let me we rewind were talking it. about this when we had wine. Um, yeah. And I was saying, like, the only problem for me is sex. I like sex. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't. I, I, I can go without. Okay. So I don't know what's going on with her eyeliner. She crazy. She cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, but we're going to tell you about her background. She gone. This is what we worry about pair bonding. She gone. She on another level. And the reason why is she sold herself. Uh, in the industry, she sold herself sexually when she was young, when she was junior college. Now, a lot of you guys will have to worry about that. These are your future wives. This is another example of this is your future wives. Let's go ahead and listen to that. She says, I'm done with sex. Let's go ahead and play it. I'm like so good. I and we were talking about that. It really made me think about actually like Marilyn Monroe um, because she did not like sex either. Yeah. And I think when you're sexualized so young, yeah, people think you're really sexual. Absolutely. Oh, boy, man. Where's the Tweety Birds on these dudes? These are the Tweety Birds. When you're sexualized so young, again, this is an example of what a lot of young women are experiencing today. They're sexualizing themselves. They're monetizing themselves. And when they say that's you, what's going to happen is and that's you. they're going to cut off the sex picket. Let's go ahead and continue. Absolutely. And you were saying that happened. that's always been a thing. Yeah. And you were a dominatrix and everything. But that doesn't necessarily. I'm really desensitized to sex, too. Yeah. Like, it just, it's not, like, thrilling for me. Yeah, she's been worn out. And that's you. She's been in these streets. In these streets. She done rode the carousel. 
Yes, indeed. She already didn't had that. She got her bag. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> and she dated old men, young men, black men, white men. She did it all. She then got ran through by age 32. And she wants to leverage it against somebody else. Cuddle up. Not give any sex. She's desensitized to it. I'll read some other words that she had to say. You know? Yeah. It doesn't excite you. No. Like, I want to, like, take ayahuasca and, like, see God, you know? Like, that <laughs> like, to that's me is thrilling. Thrill. Yeah. Like, to yeah. me, that's cool. Okay. Um, there they go right there. The other woman she's with, I cannot tell who that is that she's with. Uh, maybe somebody might know. Uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and read the article related to this. Oh, here's an example. Here's another example. Uh, this woman, Alicia Cuthbert. I'm pronouncing that right. Struggles with being stereotyped as a sex symbol. Quote, it's not really a reflection of me as an artist. A lot of women go through this. Kelly Bundy. Kelly Bundy, the woman that played Kelly Bundy when she was young, teenage and adult, and made herself famous. Later on said, you know, I'm an artist. I don't want to do that. I'm not a bimbo, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is Elizabeth Cuthbert now. This is Elizabeth Cuthbert now. Now, let me go find a picture of what she looked like 12 years ago. Let me see here. Is it Elizabeth Cuthbert? Uh, yeah, that, that's what it is. All right. Uh, let's go find a picture of her in Maxim. <laughs> 12 years ago. Let's, let's show you the difference. Let me see here. Uh, no, that's not big enough. That's what she said. All right. Where's the, give me some images. Come on, Google images with these small ass images, bro. These small ass images you giving me. Okay. There it is right there. All right. That, that's what she looks like now. This is what she, I'm oh, sorry. No, this is what she looked back back then where she said, essentially, she said, essentially, this is what she looked. Hold on for a second. Flat back city right here. This is what she looked like now. This is what she looked like now, bro. You see the difference? You see what you see what mother nature father time is? You see what happens when you sexualize yourself? And then they get the epiphany stage. Oh, I get it now. I know how to love myself and what was going on with my past trauma. And I was abused and I was stereotyped. And I was made to pose on all of these damn pinups and maxims. And they took advantage of me. But I'm going to keep the money. And I was me too Here's another one right here, bro. This, dude, this is her. What year was this? This is her then. This is her now. You know what it's time to do, man. You know what it's time to do. Let's have an impromptu game of prime and decline. So there it is right there. Uh, sometimes they learn who they are when they don't have the advantage of the sexual marketplace anymore. Then they get all of this time to think and him and haw and, oh, I was stereotyped. I was taken advantage of this and that. But she got all the money. She got all the fame. This was her. This was her. <laughs> Look, bro. Yo. There she is in 2004, right there. Less than 20 years later, this where she at right here. Wow. Now, she looks okay. A lot of people are like, she still looks good. I'll hit it. Yes, I'll hit it. But I would literally be like, I would. I wish I would have seen you 20 years ago. <laughs> All right. Where was you at here? This is basically the, this is basically her saying. And that's you. Wowzers. That is a interesting, interesting transition. The wall, the wall is undefeated. So let's go ahead and take her down right there. I would take her down. Here's an article right here. 
Let's see if this computer goes off. Probably will. Julia Fox, this is back to the first woman, says she's desensitized from SEX after working as a dominatrix. Quote, sex is not thrilling for me. But obviously she's um she's got to be in her 30s or her late 30s. We'll figure this out. Uh, 32 years old. This, wait a minute. This woman's 32. Boy, white women, y'all, y'all can't push the envelope. Or y'all going to be stuck with a broke black man. That's it. A broke one. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the body, but the yo, they 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 don't hold the they don't hold on to their looks very long at all. I mean, she's still good looking and all, but you know, she had to get some work done to keep it. Uh, here it is right here. Julia Fox has opened up opened up about her past as a dominatrix, previously sharing that it served as in her entryway into acting and the exploration of her sexuality. So that's when she was 18 years old. She was a legal adult. She chose to do this. But now this is the repercussions. This is what happens when you join OnlyFans at 18 and you get to 32, which is you think it's not a long way away, but it's very close. Now she says she's uh, that looking back on the experience has informed her current approach to relationships and sex with men, notably that she doesn't feel the need to partake anymore. If you get into a relationship with this woman, she's letting you know she's going to cut off the sex picket. She cutting it off. You get nothing. She says it's tough because, yeah, I'm okay, you know. But there's been a lot of damage done. It's been a lot of damage done. When you have more, when you have a high body count, damage is done. No more pair bonding. Fox told Emily Radajowski, Majikowski, all right, whatever her name is. Shout out to Emily R. During the episode of the podcast High Low with M. Rada. It says, when talking about the impact of having transactional relationships in her formative years. This is what you call, somebody just said it, Chief says, damaged goods. There used to be a phrase where we used to be able to instruct men about a person that has been damaged goods. When these young girls are going on seeking and experimenting and they're going and, and dating and, and getting ran through by athletes and flown in, flewed in, this is the transactional relationships that people are talking about in their formative years to get by, and you wonder why your future wives are going to divorce you. Okay? And she said she used this dominatrix. They're, they're trying to clean it up. What she was was an escort. What she was was a sugar baby, okay? And she probably was in the industry and was getting passed, tossed, tossed around like a salad. And then she got into the industry and was able to act. I can't name anything she's acting, and now she's damaged goods. This is what's the problem with women pushing off their marriages this is a 32-year-old woman. And that's you. Late 20s, early 30s. This is what happens. They're not going to... How you get into a sexist relationship is you're going to marry a woman like this. That's rule number one. You're going to marry a woman like this thinking you're winning and you're going to lose. I pretty much in my teens learned that I was a commodity, that I can get money and resources from men. So then it's just because... Uh, it's just because... um. This game of, okay, how do I become more desirable so I can get more money and I can be like that, that, that biatch, that bad bitch. That, this is Instagram models. This is Instagram models to a T. All they're thinking about is how to get that next dollar, how to get the next well, how to get the next simp, how to get the guy. This is women that are saying you got to make 100K. If you make 100K, I'll give myself to you. And then they'll go from 100K guy to 100K guy to 100K. They'll bounce around and they'll run out of 100K guys in their neighborhood. They'll run out of 100K guys in their state. They ran out. 
and then they get tired and then they want to retire to peace leave. And that's you. Uh, let's see here. It says right here um, in the in an interview for Paper Magazine in September, the 32 year old woman said that she gained, quote, self-worth and self-esteem while working in a dungeon at uh, at an 18 as an 18 year old, 18 year old. I know you. I, people be thinking 18 year olds are kids. Um, I get it. They're young adults. They're dumb, but they can fully be monetized at 18. Uh, if you go to Tilted Kilt, if you go to Hooters, if you go to strip clubs, if you go to escort services, if you go to seeking, if you go to colleges, they getting ran through. Trust me. Majority of them getting ran through in some way, form or fashion. Don't act like, oh, these poor babies, they getting ran. <laughs> okay. I have a video that I'm going to show you probably tomorrow. Of a girl said, uh, 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 I lost my virginity and then I got to college and I got ran through. <laughs> Says right here, nevertheless, she recognizes now that it wasn't something that she was achieving on her own. Um, let me see if I can go skip to the next paragraph because now she's starting to make excuses and talk all that, tr that therapy bullshit. Fox also explains that she would disassociate in order to get through uncomfortable interactions. Quote, it's crazy, but it's a survival mechanism. She said, we do it to live, which is insane. Again. I got money. So this is what a lot of us are at the junior college right now. This is the results of the girl. Once you then ran through them and gave them a fistful of 20s. Now they get out there. They do that over and over again. Then they retire. Then they want to say. And that's you. Man. Those early experiences have also impacted the way that she views sex to this day. Quote, sex for me has always been one-sided, but I think that all women, all women can say that. She says, I think that all women can say that. Mm. Ladies, is she speaking for you? So it's like, if I don't really need anything from you, I don't see the point. <sighs> Gone. She said, I'm really desensitized to sex too. Like, it's just, it's just not thrilling to me. While Fox has had a romantic relationship in her lives, uh, including a previous marriage, she's been married. Oh, my gosh. She already been married. This woman already gone at 32. She done. Like, what's there to live for now? I don't want her to take her life or anything like that. But where do you go now? Where does she go now? She's already at the end of her acting rope. She's already at the end of her relationship rope. She's at the end of her. She done, bro. Like, where does she go from here? That's why she's lost. She was married to Peter Artemidia. I don't know how to say that who she shares a one-year-old son with. She's got a kid? She's, wait a minute. She's divorced with a one-year-old. So she praying mantis. This woman is soup in the brains. And she had a high-profile but short-lived fling with Kanye West. She acknowledged that becoming a mother has made her content that uh, than any other men in her life have. So she's like, there's no other men. There's no other, nothing they can do. And I'm going to tell you another way, next way you get into a sexist marriage is you date a woman with kids or you have kids with your girlfriend or your wife. That's going to be an entryway into a sexless marriage. And I'll tell you how in a minute. I think having a kid was a big part of it because I realized that prior to having Valentino, her son, Wherever, whenever I would meet a guy or date a guy, I would always think, okay, I could have a baby with him. 
Like that was always my thought. It was never like because I was in love or anything. If that makes sense, I was like nesting. Holy. And that's you. I know people think she's crazy. People are just going to write her off and say she's crazy and traumatized. But little do you know, she's speaking truth. She doesn't have a filter. She doesn't have a filter. She's saying the quiet part out loud. She's saying the quiet part out loud. She's saying what many women won't tell you. This is what women think when they're on a date with you. Oh, can I have his baby? Can I marry him? Can I see myself? Okay. They're not going, I want to fall in love with him. I'm going to give him sex all because I want to feel good. I want to feel him thrusting and sweating and pushing and shoving and, and dropping sweat in my eyeballs. I can't wait to fornicate with him. No, they're going, what can I get? What can I get? Where's the bag? What can I? got to get my bag and run. Is there an angle? Is there anything? Can I see myself with him? What would our babies look like? She's saying the quiet powder out loud. What would you listen? I know we're going to write her off as crazy and she is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but she doesn't have a filter. And she's telling you right now, a lot of women date you just like this. Says right here, that was kind of always my end goal. This is how you get praying mantis. So I think when I had my son, it was like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to put up with this bullshit. That comes with being around you guys anyway. This is a praying mantis telling you she praying mantis to her previous husband. Husband, Once she had the boy, she was like, our job is done here. Get the hell out of here. She needed the seed. Wow. And she focuses on, okay, we don't care about our ventures. Listen to this. She says right here, she also assures listeners that she's no longer centering men in that work, all right, um, whatever her previous work was, quote, I really don't get dressed with men in mind at all. Listen, at all, at all. Like, I really could care less, she said. But there was a time in my life where maybe I didn't have that thought per se, but I definitely subconsciously was catering to the male gaze, you know. But it was also like, in, I was also like in survival mode. I had to. Damn, she is, boy, she's spitting. I was in survival mode. A lot of these broke women. Remember when I tell you women will always adjust. Women will always survive. They're going to survive after us. They're going to be the last species. They're going to be 50 women and one guy. The reason why is they have to survive. When they manipulate, it is survival. When they do things to survive, they're doing it for themselves. This includes marriage, childbirth. This includes when they lay on their back. This includes when they lay on their back for money. This includes when they're dating. In the back of their mind, they're like, I just got to get through the next day. Yeah, man, she like. Your rent's due, motherfucker. She's a mother now. She has a son, a young boy. And she's probably going to. This is curtains for this guy. Man, she's saying the quiet pile out loud stuff we talked about. Let's look at this article right here. Uh, the article is the millennials in sexless marriages. Yes, it's just not the boomers. It's just not Generation X. Millennials should be in their sexual prime, right? Why are so many couples reporting major dry spells? October 20th, 2022. This was around the same time I was, and this is by Jessica Klein. This was around the same time I was talking and debating with Hafiz. This article was released. Hafiz with this inexperience and many content creators with their inexperiences with long-term relationships, you ain't got no clue. 
this is on the horizon more than likely, more likely than not. And even if she does give you sex, it's pity or duty sex. Somebody says, not all women. Oh, boy. Oh, you want to? Okay, let's look at some statistics here. Let's look at some statistics. It says right here, and this is the UK, but we're going to, UK and the United States are like sister cities that we talked about. They're sister states or sister countries. So many of the data that you can use there, you can always use it here, and it's somewhat close. It says right here, a new survey by whoever these surveys are in association with Relate has revealed the ultimate taboo, the truth about sex and the lack of it in relationships. Wow. Over a quarter, 29% of users currently in relationships say that their relationship is sexless. 30. According to the official definition, which is no sex at all in the past year or fewer than 10 times in the past year. So the marker is 10 times or few. And you got 30%. That's one in three nearly. So every three couples you see, one, at least one, ain't getting no booty, booty, 10 times in a year. 20% say they've had sex fewer than 10 times, and 8% say they've had no sex at all in the previous 12 months. People that I, I, I'm I'm sad about these statistics because people take them and say, well, that's only one in three. That's no big deal. What? Okay. One in three chance you get ran over by a car, struck by lightning, hit on the head with a bowling ball. One or one in three times chance, one in three chance you get AIDS every time you have sex. All right. It starts getting real then. Let me take 30% of your money and see if it doesn't mean anything. All right. Every every dollar, every dollar you make, I get 30 cents. And we'll can we'll keep it going. You make a thousand dollars, I get three hundred. Listen, let's think, let's think real fast. That's a statistical anomaly. You don't want anything in the one third category unless it's good. Okay, you make a hundred thousand, you give me thirty thousand off the top. That's thirty percent. Yeah, are we good or not? Nah? Oh, you changing your tune now? Age seems to play a strong part. With the number of people saying that they're in sex, uh, sexless relationships growing steadily through their age group, those who are in sexual relationships, sexual sexless relationships include the under thirty category. Eighteen percent of people under thirty classify as sexless. Um, those that are in their thirties, twenty five percent. I'm gonna make this larger. That's what he said. Look at this. The relationships that you see, one in four of people in their 30s ain't getting no booty. When it goes to the 40s, you're almost at one out of three. Okay. When you get into uh, 36, th uh, the 50s, 36%. When you get into your 60s, half, half. You're going to die alone. <laughs> You're going to die alone. Don't you want love? This is insane. And this is not all women's fault. You're going to get disinterested too. You're going to get disinterested into insects too. The, the next way you get into a sexless marriage, the next way, 
is you remarry, remarriage, remarriage after your first divorce. You marry another woman in her 40s. The odds that you will continue to bang her out as you age is slim to none. And Slim just died. She's going to cut off the sex picket so fast. Within the first year, it's going to be insane. You're going to be forcing it. You're going to be playing the ring game. Definitely going to be playing the ring game. That's how you get. into. If you marry a woman, again, you meet each other in your 40s. Guaranteed. Damn near a half. It's, it's half already. Or it's definitely a third. It's Then you go forward. You go forward and you be with her into her 50s, almost a lock. She's going to cut that sex off so fast. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see here. They're going to call it losing the spark. What happens when the spark is gone? We need to reignite the spark. Guys, this is reality of relationships. This is right here, October 6, 2022 by Stephanie Kirby. This isn't stuff that I made up. I didn't write this. You can Google this yourself. This is where relationships go because you guys are playing the game. Some of you guys aren't equipped. Some of you guys are hope, hopeful, hopeless romantics, hope strategists. This is where a lot of relationships go. And just because you're having sex, I said this, it doesn't mean you're having intimacy. You're not having intimacy. What men want is intimacy. Sometimes he's just getting, the, all right, just get it over with. Don't get the sheets dirty. I just changed the sheets. How do you get into a sexist marriage? Have young children. Have young children. It's probably going to lead to a sexist marriage. Okay. And it's not just because you can't sneak in a quickie. The intimacy is going to dwindle because you don't have time to connect with the person. You're always kind of shuffling and moving stuff around. There's a lot of moving parts. You're not just going to want a quickie. She's not just going to want a quickie. If she gives you a quickie and you were into it, you want an intimacy and she was like, just hurry up. You're going to lose it. Uh, or if you if she if you initiate with her and she shuts you down, we read the we read the article. We read the article where the woman said. 80 percent of the time, my husband initiated, I said, nope. she shut him down 80 percent. And the two times she gave it to him, it probably wasn't thrilling or intimate. What do you do then? And the problem is, can't do nothing. You're stuck. You're stuck playing the ring game like this, brother. This is how you end up into it. So people say, well, you can get the kids to, you can lock them in their room. No, you can't. Have, if you have kids and you're locking them in the room, you better put on a video of Elmo or Barney or Big Bird. Make sure that kid don't do nothing. Make sure the dog don't shit on the kid. All right. I mean, that shit ain't going to work every time. Trust me. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. When you're in a relationship, your wife always want to have her friends over. Oh, friends going to come over for dinner. Oh, damn. I had a long day at work. Oh, they're just going to come over for dinner. All right. Then you're having dinner with the married couples because they ain't got to rush home and have no sex. Or you go out to dinner with your married couple friends. Nobody's rushing home to have sex. When you're single, you rush home to have sex. Are you done eating? Put it in the doggy bag. All right, get the dessert to go. Come on, we got to go to the house. 
It's already 1030. Shit, I got to get up for work in the morning. Let's get to the house. All right, and you pushing her, you rushing her to the car. Come on, and don't be acting up when we get to the crib. Give me that booty. You just be pushing her to the car. Let's go. We got to get up out of here, man. They got another table to turn over. They got to turn that table over. Somebody waiting outside. We got to go. When you marry, when you marry, you go out to the married couple, they be sitting around with a glass of wine. Oh, this is so wonderful. The heater all right there, that little propane heater on them. It's so fantastic out. It's fall. It's a little breezy and cool. Wow. Man, the ambiance, the lighting is so perfect. Boy, the seasoning on that steak was fantastic. Uh, They call over the waiter. Hey, waiter, uh, can you give my compliments to the chef? Would you perhaps bring Javier out so I can give my compliments to the chef? Boy, this is fantastic. Boy, look at the moonlight. Oh, it's wonderful. This reminds me of this reminds me of when we first met. Tell him the story of when we met first. Tell him the story of when we proposed. How did you propose to me? Yeah, remember you drove up the scenic route and you got lost and we got stuck in the mud and you had to call AAA. Oh, man, tell us the story. <laughs> Boy, the curtains. Oh, my. Did you see that shooting star? Oh, there's a shooting star. It's fantastic. 11 30 12 you get home you get home you be like all right let's get a quickie and she'd be like are you serious I, I i had a chili dog for lunch okay i'm a little bloated and you know what happens is after you get home with the ambiance <laughs> if you get home with the ambiance and the mariachi band playing over your cold ass fajitas after you get home you got to go pick up your kids from from nana's house from your young sister, the uh, forever aunt, you got to pick the kids up. They sleep as hell. <laughs> All right, they sleepy. You got to pick them up. All right, get them at home. They clinging to you. You get into the garage, close all the doors. The kid all laying on your ass, flopping out here like this. You carrying them to the bed. You like, I got to hurry up. You get them all tucked in, get their little teeth brushed, get out of their clothes. You getting them in the bed. You like, I hurry up. I got to shuffle. Got to get them on the bed. Soon as you get everybody in, you being a helpful husband, from you being a help, helpful husband, uh, you brush your teeth, all right? You wash your balls off. You like, all right, I'm about to give it. I'm about to give my wife that stabbing real quick. Here you go. Are you serious? I I, I had a chili dog for lunch. Okay, I'm a little bloated. I I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't. She farting. She didn't have pork chops. The pork chops kicking in. She, oh, I'm rumbling. Oh, I got think I'm, I'm spotting. I'm on my period too. And I just put these new sheets on. And the kids still ain't in bed yet. They still are gonna wake up. All right, I hear little Tommy. He getting up. He asking for mommy. Somebody said this is how exactly how my sexist marriage was, dude. I'm telling you, somebody's telling you right now, men, listen to me, the asparagus. <laughs> men, tell these men, married men, tell these boys, this is our service we're doing to you. This is the service I do for men because I'm trying to give y'all the real picture. This ain't no fairy tale. This is not romantic. 
after about a year or when kids come or when the when when the house notes are due, that woman that was a complete slut to you for you before you married her, she is not going to be one at this point. So I said yes on anything, everything, no lies told. This is the this is what marriage is. And I wish more people will tell you, because when I talk about it, oh, I'm bitter and her. Oh, it was just me. Not all women, not all marriages. <laughs> Trust me, bro. This is what it's more like than what you think it is. Anyway, uh, you got the point on all of this stuff. Let me see here. Uh, you got the point on all this stuff. We don't need to share any of this anymore. But uh, yeah, man, shout out to this story. And the data's out there. Hafiz has only been married for a year. He hasn't experienced this. And, um, and, and what's going to happen is you're going to get accustomed to this lifestyle. You're going to get accustomed to getting treated like this. And you're just going to be like, I'll ride it out. I'll stay for the kids. Okay, we love. We have a commitment. We don't want to get divorced over this. What do we do? Let's go to marriage counseling. Uh, let's figure it out. Let's reignite the spark. All the bullshit. All the shit. You're going to go through this. Then if at worst, you're going to split apart. At worst, there's going to be an affair on one or both sides. At worst, you're jagging off the prawn in your man cave. There's a lot of husband. There's a lot of husbands that jerk off more than single dudes. I used to tell, I used to say this. I used to say this. I used to say it's not. And I actually was proven. I was like, it's not single men that watch all that prawn. Sure, they do. I'm saying that's married men that watch all that prawn. That's married men that be sneaking in there getting Playboy magazines in the liquor store at 1130, sneaking all up in the back of the magazine cabinet. It's it's married men that are hiring escorts. It's married men that are that are out there uh, having sex with junior college girls and paying their tuition. It, that's married dudes that are doing it. We They always blame incels. And I'm saying that's not true. It's not just incels consuming all that OnlyFans. It's married men. It's married dudes that are consuming. Why are they consuming it? <laughs> they jagging off the prawn. Yes. When their, when their wife goes to work or their wife, uh, they come home early. The wife's like, oh, I'm, I'm with Tommy at the baseball practice. We'll be home at 630. He likes 630. Oh, yeah. I got a full hour to myself. Woo. And you know what time it is. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Oh, he'd be like squash, squashy. Yee. <laughs> he'd be looking at some girl getting real with her feet flopping in the air. Yeah, that's all he's thinking about. What? I got an extra hour at the crib or she'd be like, we're going to the grocery store. <laughs> we going to this grocery store. We'll be back in an hour and a half. What? You'll be at the grocery store. Oh, yeah, 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 squash, squashy, don't let her forget her keys, <laughs> he said, make it two hours, don't let her forget her keys, she gonna forget something, she put everybody in the car, you are you watching her through the mini blinds, you looking through the mini blinds, damn, she taking too long to leave, god dang, what's she doing? All right, oh, she finally got the kid in the car seat, okay, good, all right, all right, she got him in there, she got everything loaded up. She started the car. Damn, what's she doing, man? She ain't leaving, y'all. She on her cell phone texting. Okay, she finally pull out all slow. You know how women drive all slow, pull out the damn middle of the street. She drives slow. You see her ass drive all the way down the street. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. She gone now. She gone. 
I'm about to get it. You get butt ass naked. <laughs> butt naked. Squash, squashy. You in the scene, you done messed everything out. Your hearing's gone. Your thinking's gone. All the blood has left your brain. All you looking at is pretty, pretty, pretty college girl's feet. And then she come back to the crib like this. She come back. You on the living room floor. She come back. You hear that key come through the door. Zoop, through the lock. You looking at the key come through the lock. You listening to it. Oh, shit. She opened the door, bust in real quick. You standing there like this with a sock on your Johnson. <laughs> what is this? What are, what, what is going on? What, what are you? What are you doing? What is this? Are you cheating on me? This is ridiculous. Is this what you do when I'm not home? And what type of girls are you looking at? Oh, my God. Look at those girls. Why do those look like children? That looks like our next door neighbor, Kaylee. Is that what type of girls you like? You like those type of girls? <laughs> and what is this? Oh, my God. Look at her. She looks like a puppy. She looks like a baby. Oh, you need marriage complex. You need therapy. You have a sex addiction. <laughs> that looks like your daughter's friends at the school. What is this? This is reprehensible. Oh, my God. You're a predator. And I'm never having sex with you, and I'm divorcing you. Please, baby, baby, you butt-ass naked right here. Please, baby. <laughs> yeah, black women be like, you looking at white women? Is that what you want? You want them white girls? I'll be damned. We are, you, you been liking white girls these whole times? I can't take this no more, you dirty ninja. You dirty Johnson Rodney. I can't believe you was looking at no white girls. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Hey, that's going to happen at least once or twice in your marriage. When you get married, that's going to happen at least once, guaranteed one time. You say him like Pito. That's going to happen guaranteed one time. Second time, second time it happens, she's just going to be like, you ain't never sleeping with me ever again. Go sleep in the damn office. Go sleep in your man cave. I ain't never giving you sex again. All right. Uh, anyway, let's get to these super chats. And all of that stuff in here. Trust me. Trust me, man. Y'all think I'm joking out here. Y'all think I'm joking. This shit is the truth. How do people end up in marriage counseling? This shit right here. Shout out to um, who else is in here? El Chingon says Julia Fox was so ran through. She was bored of sex. Imagine that. That's how much. And today's women are saying, I got 50 bodies. I got 100 bodies. I got 20 bodies. This is the results. This is going to be your future wives, man. Brown 310, shout out to you. Indeed, Twist says, Coach, can you break down the time you caught your ex texting some dude when you were at, okay, uh, what do you do to check wait, and what you did to check her about it? That's interesting. Yeah, you remember. Damn, y'all got some good ass memories. Um, that's a very long, elaborate story because it's it's very long in detail. Um, I can't break it down tonight. But uh, yes, your wife will be texting another guy. That's going to happen, too. And uh, it might be innocent. It might be a situation. It might be innocent. It might be a situation where she says. It's gonna be it's gonna be her monkey branch. Women will monkey branch on you. Yes, um, it could be a, a what they call the crisis period of your marriage, where you're kind of doing everything else, and she has another interest. It could be a work buddy. 
a work husband. It could be a friend friendship she developed somewhere, a personal trainer. Uh, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna text somebody else, and if it goes overboard, you're gonna have to find a way to check it. We'll talk about that. Uh, let's see here. B roll mahogany. Marriage translates in Spanish to casado, and casado means the hunted. The hunted. Boy, these romantic languages. Uh, when you have intelligence to them, it's crazy. Robert Moreno says, "Shout out to Stereo." Is it Shaheen or Stereo Sean? Never get married, he said. JC, when you think about these things, JC says, Coach, I'm dying. Hit me with the favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking when about? I, when I was working in fitness training, I used to, um, and I'm not a great texter. I'm not a great messer. I, I, don't, like the, I don't like the phone. I kind of want to get straight to the point. But um, I did feel weird. That um, I would te- I've been texting wives, man. Now I didn't go far. I didn't go far, but a lot of guys would take that opportunity to and see it as an opening. And um, yeah, I'm texting them where their husbands are around at night, just confirming appointments and whatnot. Or you know, we would share funny stories about something we talked about and be like, "Oh, did you see this?" and send a meme. At some point, people cross that line. I wasn't one to do so because I wanted the money from these these women. I didn't want to have sex with people's wives all right i was like i'm trying to get paid so um but some people who can't control themselves either the wives or the 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 work the person in service the working class person they'll cross that line easy really easy it would be super easy to cross that line if i was horny enough or if i wasn't getting no trim in my regular life i would it would be slam dunk all you'd have to do the press the door was open so um, you got to watch out for that. If your wife is starting to uh, have these relationships out of that, just call it what it is. That's their little boyfriend. That's the little boyfriend on the side. That's who they're attached to emotionally. That's their little boyfriend. Um. Anyway, shout out to the dictator coach for the win in overtime. All right. I hope I got y'all laughing in the building. Yes, indeed. Rob Moreno says, coach, you are hilarious tonight. He said, the, oh, yeah, the squishy squashy. Yes, indeed. The work husband, the work husband, watch out for coworkers. Watch out for male coworkers. If that person's single, if the male, if the male person that is having this conversation or conversation in your uh with your girlfriend or wife, if he's single and you're married to her and you're cohabitating, what she's crossing the line. She's crossing the line. I don't care what you say. I don't care. Don't hit me with that insecurity bullshit. She's crossing the line if she's texting him. Because we know where this shit is going. And even if he's married, they're about to both cross the line. The the whole thing, we could be friends and we're just buddies and we're doing inside jokes and all that shit. I'm telling you now, do not, uh, do not accept it. Do not accept it. We don't talk about what we allow here. Because that's when she can say where you're controlling. Say, I don't accept this behavior because it's going to cross the freaking line. She's playing with fire and she's going to say it's his fault. It's Jermaine's fault. Well, I didn't do it and I wasn't doing it. I didn't realize he was going to send me a salami picture and I didn't realize I was going to be in the work closet closet sucking him off. And I, and I got a little drunk at the little going away party and I didn't realize, Oh, I made a mistake, honey. It's okay. Nope. Women are emotional, meaning 
if you give them a situation to open things up emotional, they're going to lose every time. They're going to do something stupid every time. So with that being said, in her logical brain, she's in her logical brain now. But if he runs enough game and sticks it out long enough, as soon as it turns emotional to her in any form or fashion, she's going to do something stupid. And this show, I'm realizing I don't accept it. Don't accept it. Once you see it, call it out. Then if, he, if, if she continues with it, say, I don't accept this type of behavior. And then you make your move. Once she does it again, get your ass to stepping. All right. You'd be like, okay, I'm going to tell you what it is. Get your ass to stepping or at least do your uh, recon work and get the information. At that particular point, there's no mate guarding. She crossed the line. So now you need details. You need information. You need snoopers. You need private investigators. You need to find out your kids. Has she been taking you around to see some other man? Now you need to do recon. There's no more insecure. You need to catch her ass red-handed. Right, that's what you need to do. Because then you're going to say, well, it's kind of weird if I check phone. You need to check phones. You need to put freaking air tags on cars. You need to have surveillance. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Shout out to Twist. Twist says, CGA, you got to break down the story in detail for us. Is this a private investigator? You want to know this detail information. All right. JC says, got to double up. He says, I'm constantly, I'm consistently impressed. And have nothing but gratitude for your work, Mr. Adams. When your live pops up, it makes my day. Shout out to you. He says, you are the man. All right. You are the man. All right. Uh, somebody says, coach, act like he's been through this before. Man, I've been through. People don't realize. I, I know these dating coaches thought I was an incel and couldn't get women. I've been through long-term relationships. I've lived with women, several women. I've seen. I've, I've had three female roommates. I've seen at least two of them cheat on their partners. Or do something weird where I was like, hmm, <laughs> I've lived with women. I had sisters. Dude, I've seen it. I've seen damn near every scenario. Or if I didn't see it or experience it, I know someone that has experienced it. And most of the time, it's beta dudes that are betas. Dudes that are betas will, what men will do is rationalize everything. Well, maybe she's not. Well, maybe it's I'm overthinking it. Maybe it's gentlemen do not overthink it. If you have a gut feeling in your belly that some shit's going wrong, that's called intuition. That's because the behaviors are off and spiritually and your connection will start to change. Women cannot love two men at the same time. Women can't express emotions for two men at the same time. It's going to be written all over her face. She don't even have to say a word. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. You're going to most of the time she'll start arguing with you, creating arguments. It'll get weird. She'll see you as less than that's why she's with the new guy. She's with the new guy because there's something she doesn't respect or like about you anymore. And she's going, I'm going to experiment over here. I'm going to get ready to monkey branch. I'm going to have my safety net. And then the more she gets emotionally tied into him, the less you're going to get emotionally from her. She can't do both. She can't juggle both. You, you can fornicate with a woman and have her on a scholarship paid for, and you can come home and kiss your wife. You can do that. Men can do that. Now, when you start spending money on both of them, that's where you're going to get caught. (laughs) When you start taking money from your family to spend on your hooker or your girlfriend or your junior college girl, you're going to get caught right there. That's where you're going to get caught, and she's going to find the receipt on your dumb ass. 
It's not going to be the emotions that change. You're going to slip up on the finances and put it on your credit card. The statement's going to come through the mail. She's going to snoop and open it, and you're going to be busted. Mm. Same thing with women. It's not the finances that are going to get you. It's going to be she's cheating on you emotionally, and you're going to feel it. And you're going to go, something ain't right. When you get that feeling, you're on the right track. You're on the right track. And at that point, and at that point, uh, at that point, men, let me see here. Uh, men don't have to, at that point, men don't have to, um, women don't have to cheat. She don't even have to fornicate with the guy. She's already tied in. She don't have to even fornicate with the guy yet. She's already locked in. And it's only it's only a matter of time. Okay. Something, something just ain't right. Freedom Podcast. Thanks again for this content saving lives. I'm telling y'all guys the honest to God truth. I ain't trying to make up nothing. I'm trying to save y'all out here uh, and not get manipulated because women are start saying everything. That's my cousin. That's my that's the other. That's my friend. The other friend that's cheating on her husband. Dude. Sad story, I got to tell you. I did have this thing back in the day with this with this married woman. And this is, again, how I experience things. Some, sometimes your experience is on the other side. Just like women say, I never cheat. But sometimes they were the person that the man was cheating with, right? So she might say, I've never cheated on a man, but she was the other woman. Well, I had this thing, this fling with this married woman, okay? I'm going to tell you how we used to, he said, now the truth come out. It was a long time ago long time ago what happened was what happened was we had an intermediary in the cheating meaning i met her this is how i picked her up by the way <laughs> she was a total she was a total milf she had the milf hairdo the milf fake boobs and all that shit white woman of course <laughs> this is what happened i bumped into her i was in um i think we were going i was going to a restaurant she was, she, her and her, I think it was her cousin or her niece was with her adult niece. We're walking in. I'm walking in ahead of them. And I think, you know, like brothers do, we say something to the woman. So, um, I looked her up and down. I was like, oh, wow. So I'm eating by myself. She's across the restaurant. I send her a drink. I do that type of thing. I send her a drink shit. <laughs> She bites. Why? Because she's in an unhappy marriage. Okay, she bites. Wait a minute. I'm not happy. She totally bites on him. All right, which I was like, you know, you know, this is, she ain't going to bite on this. She bites. And you know what she did? This was a long time. This was so long ago. There was no, there was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. And there was none, none of that. Well, what ended up happening was we would communicate through her, through her nieces or her cousin's cell phone. So as show, she wouldn't get caught. This is how she got around it. She literally sent, she literally was sent, her cousin at the time would have to take the chance messages and bounce them back and forth between each other. This is how shitty these people do in the wife, uh, uh, th that wives will do you. So she's sending, I can't even remember her cousin's name. I'm talking to her. I send the message to her cousin or her niece or whoever it was, and the niece will relay it, and then the wife will relay it back to the cousin, and the cousin will go back to me. Bruh, 
So again, your lessons are taught to you, not necessarily when you're in the relationship. Sometimes you cross the line. Sometimes you do something and you go, wow, a wife will do that. Yes, she would, bro. And look, eventually we would get to know each other and it would go further. And then we started getting on Facebook and all of that stuff. I saw her kids. She had teenage kids. <laughs> she had a full ass husband and she would be like, he's not doing this. He's not doing this. And I'm not. That was before I got married, bro. Eventually, that was, yeah, somewhere before or right right before. I'm like, man, people ain't shit out here. <laughs> All right. So that's where the lessons come. And then as a single man, when you see a woman doing that, how are you going to get married? That's why I don't advise messing with married women because married women will uh, messing with married women. will get you killed, first of all. And second of all, it will ruin your aspects of healthy relationships. Let me get in here. She was a total MILF. All right, shout out to her. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, Rob says, XXs need a reason. Men need a place. Yep. All we need is a place. And we can, um, you know, I think women who cheat on their husbands are more despicable than husbands. However, people always say, well, no, they're both as bad. I think where men do bad in their cheating is financial. If they're financially taking from their family and their kids and they're giving them to another woman, that's where you really that's where you really do your damage. OK, or it starts affecting your family financially. You stop doing your work. You start leaving uh, work early to go see your girl. Your boss calls you in. Hey, man, you a little bit distracted around here. We're going to have to demote your ass. And then your family, your wife saying, why? Why you ain't getting no extra money? Why the overtime ain't coming in? Well, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. The company. Bro. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shout out to uh, shout out to um, LaWar Moore. Says Lethal Lips and Deloda Brown are prawn stars. All right, shout out to you. All right, prawn stars. Jeremiah Franz says tuition keeps spreading the wisdom. Keep spreading the wisdom. Um, <laughs> dude, I got stories. Somebody said I got story for days. I got stories about that woman, bro. <laughs> Again, a lot of dudes be like, Coach, ain't got no game. That's why he's struggling out here. It's never been about that. That woman right there, married women, I can't trust them. They be doing some crazy shit. I've seen a whole bunch of crazy things and married men. I've seen them both, both people doing some crazy shit out here. All right. Uh, Aaron says, forgive me for, he says, forgive me for my sins against the coach. He's spitting so much truth. It hurts my feelings out here. He speaks the truth, oh, man. That's not what I meant to hit. I meant to hit this for a co-sponsorship. Um, did I get this already? Let's see. Oh, this is Macaroni Tony. Dude said, he says, dude, soon as he said, fist sandwich. I knew he was talking about either ninjas or the Larry the Cable Guy community. I'm in tears from laughter. He says, they dating them little piglets in Daisy Dukes, cowboy boots, pigtails, and picnic print shirts out here. <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Shout out to the little fat little girlfriends. I got to catch up to PayPal. Somebody says you struggle with girls. That's BS. There was a lot of for a while. Content creators were like, well, it's just because coach don't have game. And I was like, this is not why I'm in this space. Not attracting women is not the reason I'm here. Oh, he just an incel MGTOW virgin. I'm like, boy, y'all really don't get it. <laughs> like you guys are lost. Um, But uh, it's not something that I sell. See, what I don't do is tell you 
how to get women because getting women is a short-term game. It's not a long-term game. Most men, especially coaches and dating coaches, do not have long-term success, most of them. All of it, all it is is short-term success, which is good for a lot of people, but that's not what my show is about. My show is not about how to get somebody to lay down and then try to figure it out afterwards. I think there's more danger in, in, in that. What my show is about is long-term. We're talking two years and beyond. Two years and beyond. What's going to happen two years and beyond? What's going to happen when you originate the relationship and two years and beyond? What's going to happen in those spaces? That's what my show's about. And most people, I guarantee you, they don't have it. They don't have the experience. They have no, no, they have no experience on how to make something work two years and beyond. Number one, it almost is impossible to make it work. You're going to need luck and you're going to need a lot of patience and you're going to need, you're going to need her, which she's the, She's the X factor. She's the X factor. You're going to need her to cooperate along the way. You're going to have to make sure she doesn't take a detour. <laughs> like, uh, uh-uh. most of you guys, 99% of you people that will try a two year relationship and on are going to fall on your face, but it's okay. That's just what it is. I just give you the real, it ain't going to work out, but uh, good luck. And why is it going to work out? Because we're only human born to make mistakes she's the x she's the wild card she's the x factor she's the um what they would call in mathematics she's the um not the intangible but she is the that's all she brings is intangible she is the give me the word in mathematics when you have the god why is this slipping my mind what is it in math the variable she's the variable thank you she's the variable how do you make this work she's the variable all right she's x Times three equals whatever. She's the X. <laughs> All right. And then whatever it goes, however the wind's blowing, however she's feeling, if she's on her period, if she's off her period, if she's happy, sad, glad, mad, that's the variable. It's going to. <laughs> she's the unknown variable. Solve for X. And she's oh, and Callie West says she's also the common denominator. That's true too. She's also the common denominator, meaning every time in every relationship, however it broke up, she was the re, she was the person. Every time it's it, every time the bullshit happened, she always was on the scene. Every relationship that's flopped, it was always Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. She's never going to be the same. You're pretty much going to be the same, and she's going to be hopping up and down like this, like a variable on the chart. You're going to be trying to follow that shit. Solve for X. Well, what's the what's the solution? What number? So that's the that's the reality of it. She's going to be up and down all over the damn chart, all over the damn, all over the damn graph, all over the X Y axis. She's going to be all over like this here, and you're going to be just steady stream like this, up and down like this on the X Y. You're going to be going along like this on along the years. And she's going to be jumping up and down like this. <laughs> and then somebody's going to say, well, how do you solve that for long term? 99% fail rate. Marriages, 50 plus percent fail rate. The longer you go, more likely it ain't going to work. That's just we have to deal with. You can't solve for X. There's literally no solution to it. Because the solution is you're the problem. Shout out to no government name. What I don't understand is that people, especially females who are broke, and in an economically poor area are getting larger by the day. It doesn't make sense. 
But now we know that bad food also contributes to weight gain, but it doesn't make sense if you're poor. Well, our government is great. Our government does help women. No government name says I was married for seven years and accepted two years of sexless foolishness at the end before the divorce. And she was cheating. Never again. Mm. Guys, if you go sexless in your marriage under the 12 year mark, she's cheating on you. Without a doubt. It's not that she's disinterested. She got another bull in the ring. Trust me. It's better to go with that assumption than to deal with baby. What? Well, what can I do? It, she cheating. <laughs> she cheating. That's all it is to it. All right, there's another person. Shout out to Wisdom Vision Productions. He says, I got asked by my male and female coworkers about whether I wanted to get married or have kids in the future. I said, nope. And I got hit with, what about your legacy? And the, aren't you afraid of dying alone? After I explained in depth my position on marriage and in children, they hit me with the stone cold, who hurt you? Nope. Man, the who hurt you? He says, you can't make this ish up. You called it. Like it is always, Normie's going to Normie. Coach Adamas is undefeated. If they go to the who hurt you, they lost. They lost the they lost the conversation. I know we get offended by that and we get hurt and, oh, they're attacking me. Trust me, if they have to say who hurt you, they have nothing left to give you. Because all you gave them was, it's kind of like my debate with Afis. I just stuck to the facts. Stick to the facts. Stick to the facts. Stick to the facts. Stay calm. Stick to the facts. Well, why this? And you have an answer. Stick to the facts. Well, why don't you want? Stick to the facts. Guess what? They're going to get emotional. And they're going to pull the grenade out. They're going to go for the Hail Mary bomb. They're going to go right for the jugular. Okay, I got nothing left. Who hurt you? (laughs) I got nothing left to prove. He's just uh, knocked me down with too much information and stats. Well, not all. Emotional plea. Get crazy. What, what, what are you talking about? What, 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 what? You're a misogynist. Who hurt you? They got nothing left. And so that's what they reach to. You need therapy. You've been traumatized. You've been hurt. Somebody hurt you. Okay, who hurt you is a question that is now perceived that you want an answer. Oh, you want to know? Well, in fact, it was Molly. Molly hurt me. You know what Molly did? They're going to they gonna walk away from you. Man, this crazy bitch, Molly. Oh, my God. She put me through seven years of hell and pain. First thing she did, she gonna, they going to skedaddle. They going to hear that bullshit, and they're going to be like, wait a minute. I thought, I thought you asked me who hurt me, and I was about to tell you who exactly it was. You don't want to know. Why don't you want to know? <laughs> they don't want to know because they don't seek an answer to the who hurt you question. They just are trying to shame you into trying to explain away your feelings, knowing that you're probably more right than you are in wrong. They don't care about who hurt you. All right, they have no care. They have no care in the world. Why would they ask a question like that? It's to shame you. It's a Hail Mary attempt. It's an attempt to throw you under the bus and make you feel bad for hitting them with them facts. All right, shout out to SAU. My ex slept with three men from work. Think about that, bro. And not only did she sleep with three men from the work, she slept with those dudes in restaurant bathrooms and in, in hallways, <laughs> in the back of car seats. You know what I'm seeing in the back seats of Jeeps. The woman that you married, that you housed, and you gave running water and heat and air conditioning to, is boning coworkers at noon in a parking lot. 
Think about it. She's getting ran through on his twin mattress in his loft when his roommate's out of town. In the back of bars, she's sucking him off in a dirty nightclub restroom. Now, again, we could talk about who, what's worse when people cheat or not. That's, what, that's how wives cheat on their husbands. On futons. <laughs> that's, where your, that's where your wife is getting her back blown out. Good, too. Getting laid it down. <laughs> yeah. It gets bad like that. It gets bad like that. On she's on park benches at 3:30 in the morning after the bars close. She's on park ben- benches sucking them off better than you've ever got sucked off in the last three years. Roski. <laughs> he said Roski. Roski. No condom. We I gave you the data on people who cheat and condom usage. So don't act like I'm making it up. In the back of an Uber. Yeah, man. It's a sad thing, man. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to these PUAs and other content creators don't seem to understand that the real game in life is to get the resources and the skills to enable you to have the peace, quiet, and freedom. That's the only game that matters. Give them people the clown music. I'll just give them the buzzer. I'll just give them that. And they know good and damn well this, you know, CGA ain't got no problems there. Uh, let me see. We got JC. They getting smashed on an air mattress with a slow leak. They getting smashed on it. That's many wives get. That's how they cheat on their husband. I'm not saying all wives cheat, but I'm saying the ones that do. That's how they cheat. She getting she getting a blunt passed to her. In a 400 square foot studio apartment with no air conditioning. He's sweating all on your wife. All right, Robert Moreno, right now, Hafiz is watching the notorious CGA and saying, Oh, yeah, squishy, squashy. Oh, my gosh. Again, shout out to Freedom Podcast. Thanks again for this content saving lives. It's bad out here. All right, let me check the clear the things up here one more again. And I'm going to go feed the dog. All right. There's no more cash apps. Appreciate y'all. Let's see what's going on. All right. No more Venmo's. Let me check PayPal and clear the scene. And that means we're ready to go. Shout out to the coach game. We'll be back with blue chip mindset in the morning and some more fun and all of that stuff. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Let's leave you with the dash you girl and the married wife. Um, And here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. (laughs) We may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. 